we have been covering uh, the rules and regulations required to be followed while practicing yoga. Like if I am uh, working for a company, there will be terms and conditions which I have to abide by. If I do not comply by that one, my appointment stands void. And uh, so is uh, any sports, if I am joining any sports club, there are rules and regulations are involved. If, if I do not comply by that one, that uh, my, uh, this, uh, I will be out of the club. So is in yoga, to be able to su successful in yoga, we have to follow rules and regulations. They are called as Yama and Niyama. Yama and Niyama, by following that one, you will succeed in your practice of yoga. This Yama and Niyama are like the fence, fence around the property. We need the strong fence, otherwise unwanted things will come and influence, come into the, influence our life. You need to have proper fence so that you are well protected in your sadhana. And Ahimsa, Ahimsa in, uh, uh, in the yoga it says Ahimsa Paramo Dharmaha. Ahimsa is the highest of the dharmas. It is the pillar, it's the foundation of all sadhana. If you follow, abide by Ahimsa, you are abiding by all dharmas. If you follow everything except Ahimsa, everything is a waste. And it says, Ahimsa, Ahimsa, you have, by following that one, you are following all dharmas. One is, uh, I touched upon one dimension of Ahimsa. We have to contribute to the society wherever we are living in. You're, you should not be only takers, you have to give it back. And uh, like... Uh, um, I gave an example of soccer, while playing the soccer, you have to pass the ball towards the goal post. So is in our life, we have to pass, pass on good things to others as we are moving towards the goal of our life. One dimension, you have to be, you should not be only the taker, you should give it back more than what you take. That is one dimension of Ahimsa. Second dimension of Ahimsa, I talked about uh, we, it's uh, animals, animals also like their family. Uh, they have their children, their mother, parents, brothers, sisters, they also endure their life. And they want to exist, they want to survive only to gratify our three inches of tongue. If you are eating them by destroying their family and we think we will be happy. We are the only custodian of this world. If you think that one, no right for them to live, ultimately our inner peace gets shattered. By destroying some family, how can I be happy? Slowly it will shatter my inner peace. And, um, and, uh, uh, and uh, we, have to be re we have to respect other living beings also. They have right to exist. We have to respect that one. And the third dimension of Ahimsa, by following Ahimsa doesn't mean you become a doormat, everyone will walk over you. In, in my garden, in my garden if I have, if I say I am following Ahimsa, if I don't pluck the weeds out of my garden, garden will be destroyed. I had to pull out the weeds so that garden is maintained uh, well. If a policeman 
says he's following uh, himsa he won't catch any of the thieves or miscreants society will be destroyed if army says they are following ahimsa they will let anyone to come and destroy the society they they are destroying in fact they are destroying the society ahimsa means you have to for the sake of protecting the larger population whatever you are doing wrong miscreants have to be dealt with if my body i have some disease gangrene in my feet it has to be chopped off to save the life that is ahimsa if a doctor says he or she is following ahimsa he or she doesn't want to take off the leg that means injustice to the whole body and ahimsa you have to stand up wherever required in um, uh, in india the concept of ahimsa has come from india but they misunderstood the message of ahimsa totally and um, people became passive in their life in early 1200s 1100 1200s the invaders from middle east came and invaded pilfered the country and indians they they thought they are following ahimsa they became very passive they looted the country around 1500 britishers came and pilfered the country in the name of ahimsa they kept quiet and in the name of ahimsa ahimsa doesn't mean you become passive in your life you have to stand up when required where required and bhagavad gita in uh, bhagavad gita shri krishna in the battlefield tells arjuna follow ahimsa in the battlefield he says you have to abide by ahimsa ahimsa satyam akroda he starts off with that one ahimsa that one you have to follow amanitvam madam vitvam ahimsa akshanti arjavam again he says not once twice thrice he says i am ahimsa samata tushti and he talks about ahimsa again and again you have to abide by ahimsa and fight the battle ahimsa it doesn't mean it is a, your action is a, as a grudge it's not a eye for an eye it is not a act of grudge or a revenge ahimsa to protect protect the good you have to stand up it is not out of anger out of uh, grudge you are uh, out of uh, as a revenge you are not doing that one ahimsa as a part of your duty you have to stand up why we have to do that one in the in the uh, the veda there is a mantra also kale varshat parjanya prithvi sasya shalini desho ayam kshobaraitha sajjana santu nirbhaya this world the good people should live in without any fear good people should live without any fear and to live without any fear and somebody should stand up and to for the sake of the good people sake of the wider community sake of the noble people you have to stand up and abide by ahimsa by ahimsa ahimsa by following ahimsa is the paramo dharma 
ahimsa those who follow that ahimsa they are abiding by all dharmas in their life if i on the other token if i do not do ahimsa i am nothing but in inviting the wrong elements into the society ultimately society gets destroyed that's why shri krishna in bhagavad gita says you have to in your life you should abide by ahimsa you you should not be a cause of any problem for others at the same time if any wrong people people are causing problem you should be able to stand up otherwise you yourself get destroyed and for that you have to abide by ahimsa that is another dimension of ahimsa ahimsa paramo dharmah in uh, in the gita anugita shri krishna further says to arjuna ahimsa is like a big elephant footprint it is so big it encompasses uh, camel's footprint or giraffe footprint or horse footprint or tiger footprint it's so big by it's abiding by ahimsa you are abiding by all dharmas and uh, shri krishna says you have to follow ahimsa therefore in uh, yama and niyama in yoga sutra yama the rules and regulations we have to follow while dealing with the world he starts off with ahimsa while dealing with the outer world you abide by ahimsa and also ahimsa ahimsa means uh, you should be mindful of what you are eating and uh, <coughs> late dinner if i having a late dinner 10 o'clock 11 o'clock it's a lot of himsa for the body i can't sleep properly and uh, mindful what is good for you early dinner easily able to digest and uh, not to be uh, not eating for the compulsion of others and um, it's uh, you listen to your body and um, at office also the people go for coffee 10 o'clock again 11 o'clock coffee at 2 o'clock coffee 3 o'clock coffee and they say many uh, executives they say we have to drink coffee because to keep ourselves awake now i am young and healthy okay i can drink slowly what it is doing it is shifting my sleep pattern my sleep is depressed and slowly now i have to work 8 hours 10 hours 12 hours yes i need energy coffee gives slowly when i am getting older many people struggle with sleep sleep is a big problem for elderly people because they were drinking too much of coffee tea and uh, other intoxicants and it dis- destroys your sleep not to depend on coffee or tea for keeping yourself awake have if maximum one cup and if required and uh, not to depend on that one otherwise it will destroy your sleep and um, it's a, you have to be mindful of in the lo- long range not in the short range and also food also food and uh, not to eat doctors they say you have to eat little by little and many many meals and a little portion but yoga says you should not eat frequently and frequent food it's like a cow always chewing not be like that and have one breakfast early in the morning and in the e- evening 
two meals, try to restrict to two meals, not to eat in between. See how your health improves. Most of the diseases origin from frequent eating. And uh, it affects our gum also, molar structure, teeth also frequent eating. <coughs> and frequent eating applies a lot of load on your uh, abdomen and it triggers pancreas uh, uh, activation and minimize, it's, uh, reduce the frequency of your eating. And uh, listen to your body and stand up where required. That is ahimsa. Lie down on your back.